This podcast is brought to you by PodPro Australia. Hi, I'm Karen Hillen. Welcome to the My HR Partner podcast. We talk about all things HR from recruitment to ending employment. If you'd like support with your HR, check out our website, www.myhrp.com.au. Hello and welcome to another episode of the My HR Partner Podcast. Once again, in the studio, I've got Karen Hillen with me. Welcome, Karen. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for asking. Okay, today is something I reckon that a lot of small to medium businesses have never even thought of doing, may not even know the term. Yep. Exit interviews. What is an exit interview? An exit interview is something that you send to somebody um, when they're leaving your organisation. So it's sort of like a survey. Questionnaire. Questionnaire. Um, And again, you know, you can do it in lots of different ways. It can be um, a form that you send to them. It can be something that you have a meeting and do together. Or it can be done. Combination of both. Combination of both. Or it can be done. Sometimes people feel more comfortable doing it after they've left. So they can be super honest um, and that could be on, you know, any sort of platform. So, um, you know, like a, a survey type platform or anyway, you know, it could just be you email them a series of questions. It can be that simple. Okay. So it really is just a series of questions that you um, ask somebody who's leaving your organisation um, so you can get feedback on ways to improve or, you know, what was good, what was bad, what was the reason they were leaving. So um, it gives you some really good insights on where you might be able to improve. Perfect. I've got a lot of questions on this, but one thing that came to mind then, would you always use, an if you've got a policy of using exit interviews to get feedback, to improve your business, to get some honest, constructive information, do you do it? In all circumstances, what if you've let someone go? Do you then good or are you going to get skewed information back? I think as a business, you just make that decision at the time. You probably know if you've had to let someone go that it's not going to be positive. So you might think, why would I bother? It's just going to be negative. But they might still give you something valuable that you can use. So I think it's one of those things where you just, probably decide at the time. You might want to have, um, it might not be a policy, but you might just have a process of, this is the process we use when somebody um, gives notice. um, This is the process we follow in relation to an exit interview. So it could be, like I said, um, we arrange a time and they sit down and we go through the questions together. Sometimes people don't feel comfortable about that because they want to give feedback and some of it might not be good. So there's also the option to be able to um, send them a survey, an email or whatever it might be, a form to fill out. It could be a paper form that they fill out and and post back. I think having those different options and seeing how they're going to work in your business might be different for all businesses. Um, And sometimes it's good to, to involve your HR consultant because people might feel more comfortable being honest. Um, I conduct exit interviews for some of my clients and people are pretty honest. I can see the benefit in doing that. Someone outside of the organisation so they do feel more comfortable 
um, yeah. in giving honest, true feedback. Yeah, sometimes people might feel awkward about being honest when they're sitting across the table from the business owner or their manager. So they may not give all of the feedback they'd like to. So I think if you can think about that and how it's going to suit your business better, it might be that you get an external person to do it or it might be that you send the the form, the link to a survey or whatever that might be after their last day. Sure. I think the thing to remember too is you can't make it compulsory. Um, if people don't want to give feedback, they won't. So you have to take that into consideration as well and, and accept the fact that not everybody's going to want to do an exit interview or give you feedback um, for lots of different reasons. Sure, makes sense. How would an employer, a business owner, go about constructing an exit interview, whether that be a survey, whether that be interview questions, to ensure that they do get valuable insights into their culture, their environment, and the overall satisfaction of of that employee who's leaving the business? Is that something you can help with? Yeah, I can help with that. I've got a template and it really is just a starting point as a template. And then my client's add or remove things that might not be relevant. Perfect. And then it can be a paper form. Um, you know, we can turn it into um, a, you know, an online survey where, you know, people do it online and hit submit. Lots of different ways to do it. Or it can be me um, actually calling the person and, and having that chat with them and talking through the questions. So there's different ways to do it. Lots of options available. Yeah. And I think it's important for a business to think about what do they – what are they hoping to achieve by having an exit survey? Um, what what are they hoping to get? Think Do about they, the end in mind. It's yeah. not something you want to put in place just for the sake just of it. Just for the sake it. of it. I worked for a, go- a, a government department where um, people used to fill out exit surveys and they got put in a box and nothing same, happened to same them. Same thing as what we talked about in a previous podcast with appraisals. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, you know, I think – if you're a business and you think, I don't care what people think when they leave, then you wouldn't do them. No point doing There's it. There's no point doing them because no. you're probably not going to take action on what they say anyway. But if you are a business that wants to create a good culture, understand where you might need to improve, find out, especially if you've had a few people leave in a short period of time, find out, is there a common Is theme? there an underlying something that going yeah. on that you, you're unaware that of. That you don't know about. Is there a particular manager that people don't like working with and they're all leaving because of that person? Is it because of your processes? Is it because there are no career opportunities? It, it could be lots of different things. So I think it's important. I've got a template, but it's also important for the business owner to to think about what they want to find out. So um, it could be something as random as, do you like the location? And yep. Because, you know, a business might be thinking about car, moving. Car parks. Car like parking. There isn't a car, I, I have to spend 20 minutes looking for a car park each day. Not something you'd probably mention, but if you had three saying, oh, one thing I hated was the fact that I couldn't get a car park. Yep. Not close to public transport. Petrol's expensive. I want to be able to catch public transport to work and... I can't do that working for you. There could be so many things. So I think it's important as a business owner to think about what you want to find out. So there are some standard questions. Well, that was going to be my next question. Can you give me some examples of some standard questions that should draw out some really good information? Yeah, so standard questions, you know, the obvious one, why are you leaving? (laughs) Um, 
people, sometimes it is as simple as it's time to move on. Um, I've got a career opportunity. I've been offered $20,000 more a year and you can't match it because you might have already had that conversation. So asking the question, um, it's important to know why people are leaving. But then there's lots of other questions. Um, What does the business do well? Um, What can the business improve on? And then even have, you know, a bit of a rating system of um, does the business um, do well with um, staff training? Does the business do well with um, benefits? Um, You know, what, what benefits or opportunities are you getting in this new position? Does the new position offer a higher salary? Does the position offer more flexibility? All of those things um, you can include, and but they've got to be relevant. So like I said, I've got a template, but it's really important to make sure that you tailor that template. I can work with the business to tailor that template too, so it's meaningful for them. No point asking about location if you're never going to move because you own the building or um, there's something like that where you can't do anything about it, then asking the question probably becomes a little bit irrelevant because it's not something that you can change. So I suppose it's worth thinking about asking questions about things that you can change, improve, um, look at doing differently um, when it comes to the things that you're getting feedback about. Can an exit interview be an opportunity to retain somebody? I think so. Yeah, um, it's a great opportunity to ask the person first question, why are you leaving? And if that question is answered by, I've been offered $10,000 a year more at that business, it's an opportunity for you to counter offer if you can. So so if I was able to match that offer, was there any chance that you'd stay? Yeah, and that's why it's a good idea to do the exit interview before the person leaves. Um, Especially if it's someone you want to keep. Definitely. So, so yeah, you know, like, like I said, some employees won't feel comfortable having that exit interview before they leave and you have to respect that. But it is a good idea to do it before someone goes, um, probably pretty soon after they've given you their notice because there might be things that you can change to, to make them stay. And it could be, like I said, it could be about money or it could be about flexibility and that person just didn't ask the question about mm. flexibility in your business They've found this opportunity somewhere else, but you can match those conditions. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. So fantastic opportunity there. Can you give me an example of a time maybe you've done an exit interview for a client of yours where you've gained specific feedback that then did lead to changes, positive changes within the business? Yeah, look, I think probably a common one would be if there's feedback about a particular manager or a particular employee that's causing everybody to leave, especially if you've had a lot of turnover. Um, I can't, not personally with my clients, but I think that would be a big one to, um, that would be a very, very big red flag. So that could be a common one. Um, The only reason I'm leaving is because I don't like my manager. And that's probably bigger businesses where there's, you know, that sort of structure in place. Um, But again, it gives people the opportunity to look at it and say, okay, how can we do that better? So it could be, um, I don't get any development opportunities and um, the place I'm going has a great um, program where we can go out and and, um, and develop our skills um, and and develop ourselves um, in our career progression. 
gives you the opportunity to be able to think, why can't I do that in my business? So there are lots of opportunities to be able to, to look at that. And it might not keep the person who's leaving, but it might help you improve your culture, your benefits, um, what's on offer in your business by being able to acknowledge that, okay, we can do that better. Sure. What should a business owner, a client of yours do if they get negative feedback about their business, about generally how it's run, the terms and conditions, um, the culture? How should they handle negative feedback? They should take it on board and really think about it. Um, if, If somebody's willing to give you honest feedback and it happens to be negative, I think you do have to take it seriously. And again, we talked earlier about, you know, if somebody's a very disgruntled person and they're moving on and they just want to slag off the business and say lots of bad things, you have to balance that with, um, you know, what what's real and what's their perception. But I think it's important to look at negative feedback as well and, and say, is it valid? Um, what can I do to change it? Is there anything I can do to change it? So if the negative feedback is about the conditions or um, the equipment's really old and you know my computer's 10 years old and it takes me an hour to do something that should take five minutes, they're the sorts of things that you should think about. Well, that's going to save me money long-term if I fix those things. So... Negative feedback can be good too because it gives you the opportunity to improve those things. I can see even with that, with negative feedback, that having you involved, let's say, you know, business gets you in to do the uh, exit interview and you can take the emotion out of any negative feedback and provide constructive advice moving forward using that information that without an impartial view there may not, you may not get that benefit. Yeah, and it can sometimes be a hard conversation. You know, if I've done the exit interview and I've got to go back to the business owner and and give them some really hard negative advice, you know, feedback and advice on how to fix it, that can be a really hard conversation, but it can be valuable as well. So I think that's the thing. Um, people do tend to be more honest with that type of possibly negative feedback if it's being given to somebody who's not the business owner. So you have that sort of little bit of independence and and um, arm's length type thing. So people do feel comfortable being honest and saying, these are the reasons I've left and they are all negative. I think covering this subject again has given another whole range of reasons to have you involved as an HR partner for any business. Now, one to help put together an exit interview program, for want of a a better phrase, whether that be an online survey, um, to get you involved directly in doing exit exit interviews, Um, but also what changes can be made from the information gathered from the exit interviews as well. Yeah, and I think that's the important thing, changes that can be made that you may not have any idea about you may not even realise they're a problem in your business until you start getting that feedback from those exit interviews. And they could be things that are really easy to fix. So it doesn't take a lot of time to to get somebody to fill out an exit interview or have that chat if it's going to be talking to somebody and, and giving the feedback. Um, but it could save you the next person leaving that you've invested a lot of time and money in. So... Um, yeah, they don't have, and again, like a lot of things that we've spoken about, it doesn't have to be complicated either. Mm. 
No, no. So get in touch. Get in touch with Karen. Anything, any help at all that you want with, with exit interviews, from putting it together to you doing them and um, and everything else. So, again, what is your website? It's www.myhrp.com.au. And your advice to uh, a business owner that's never considered doing exit interviews before? At least consider it. Um, we can have a chat about it, um, talk through any concerns that you might have about them. Um, and it doesn't matter how small you are. I think it's important to get that feedback so you can always be improving your business. They might come up with some really good ideas that um, that you hadn't thought about and they've never brought up as an employee, but they feel comfortable telling you as they're walking out the door. Yeah. So you could get some really good suggestions. great suggestions. Mm, which yep. is something you probably haven't even thought of that, you know, you Again, with everything we talk about with HR, there's a positive and a negative side to just about everything. When you think exit interviews, you'll think about everything they might tell you about what's wrong with your business. Not that they could give you some great insight into suggestions of what could make it better. Yeah, and look, I think the thing is too, you know, the the, the clients that I, I do the exit interviews for, a lot of it's positive. And a lot of the time, it's just time for the person to move on for a range of different reasons. It could be a job closer to home, it could be more money. It could be a lot of different things that you have no control over. But they'll tell you all the great things about your business. It's so, the one opportunity just to get some insights that you would, would get at no other time. Yep. Just to finish off too though, you can do these interviews with your existing employees and sometimes they're called stay interviews or stay surveys. You can do these things with your employees even when they're not leaving. What a great idea. I've never heard of that. Yeah, so um, it's something to think about as well. And again, you know, if you're doing it with your your existing employees, they're not leaving, you might want to have a bit more sort of confidentiality and um, arm's length um, in it. It could be an online survey where people don't put their name if they don't want to. Um and then again, you can get that feedback for people who are in your business. Options. Yeah. Fantastic. Excellent. Well, look, thanks again for coming in. This has been a really interesting topic that, I, as I said at the very start, I don't think a lot of small to medium business owners think about. So uh, if you are out there listening, get in touch with Karen for any information at all and advice that, you would, um, that you'd like or need on using exit interviews to benefit your business. But uh, once again, thanks for coming in. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. 